performance. Your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene. The voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. Fisted with bicyclists pursued in the colors of King Parrots. I ponder love waiting for you. Our love is loud like the flock of jewel-wheeled weekend heroes. And against the tide of loud conversation and spitting cappuccino machine, I ponder love waiting for you. But this is not a love power. And so who am I to presume the meaning of love? This desired emotionally state, this notion of love grows while biochemistry subdues our selfish genes, making possible love and marriage, horse and carriage, belonging according to Maslow. But this is not a love poem. Love, the most abused descriptor. We love iced creams and puppies, but not necessarily in the same way. We would love comics to do its job, but that's not. Love unrequited, if love at all. But this is not a love poem, and I'm a material girl. So we meet, or more to the point our mates meet. Thermines, DHEA, estrogen, LHRH, theophylamine, testosterone, an acronym, another acronym, multi-syllable compound chemical, oh yes! We meet to go to pheromones. Our furious animal selves hone in on the irresistible fragrances we roll together in hormonal age. For limerence is the name of the game. The ancient biochemical brain swell designed for generation. 
reason uh, is clear why the Ramjankovic Poetry Award was uh, something that was going to be on the theme of social justice. The judge uh, for this year's Ramjankovic Poetry Award was the very well-known poet uh, and academic Kevin Bofi, and he actually wrote a judge's report, and I'd just like to read his, um, a, a few things that he wrote about the overall feel of the competition. He said that it was a challenging and sometimes upsetting task to read the 166 entries in the competition. Each entry fearlessly reminded me of injustices, violence, prejudice, oppression, bigotry, all the ways we fail each other in this unequal world. He continues to write, I was in terms depressed, despairing, inspired, awestruck, and almost turned to tears. My task, though, was to hear the poetic and notice the poetry in these entries, and that's what made it a hunt I relished for something that truly penetrated the mind, sensibility, and feelings. So, that's just a general uh, reaction to the sorts of poems that uh, were entered into this competition by the judge Kevin Bofi. Now, the way the prizes were distributed, there were three commended certificates, two highly commended certificates, and then there was a third prize, second prize, and first prize. So, I'd like to start with um, the three poems which were commended. And the funny thing is that uh, the three poems that were commended were all Coincidentally, written by the same poet. Now, look, um, all the poems in these competitions are always uh, judged totally anonymously. They're just given a number. The judge reads them, makes the decision, uh, and then we find out who. Uh, is the person on the end of that number. And it just happened that the three 
terms which were commended were all written by Caitlin Farnsworth. So I'd like to read the three of them, one after the other, right now. The dark doesn't like to get involved. The dark doesn't like to get involved when flowers go up the sides of the house, pushing their tangles into cracks and rubbing along blue-gray wood. The man who works outside has big, dirty hands, sun-speckled, yellow lines running through them, spilling out like egg yolk or broken moonlight. He reminds me of Grandfather, if Grandfather had ever left his white middle-class supreme job and seen the sun stream and crackle in. His eyelashes are curved, floating along the edge of his eyes, white tears balancing and shaking, attempting this strange little dance I'm sure I've seen Mother do, draped in a glittering ball gown, moving lithely across the room, champagne held idly by cool, slender fingers. His back is scratched, torn, tree branches flung from bodies, and he works hard, digging his feet into the ground, never stopping to wipe the sweat off his forehead or to take a sip of icy, wet water. When the children drew pictures, When the children grew pictures, they were subdued, and they drew explosions, broken stick figures, noisy black lines dotting the pages, and the children, with their thin bodies and white teeth, smiled at their teacher, and didn't notice the 
running down her face as they ran out to play. Thank you.
In the playground of St. Joseph's School, the school's social justice coordinator introduces me to Sister Sandrine, who is visiting from Jamaica. I ask her whether she's missing home. She smiles, shakes her head, says she's from a ganja gang ghetto where single mothers sell their daughters to visiting U.S. cash czars and wayward fathers in red striped t-shirts play dominoes all down the palms hibiscus. A day later, I heard that Sister, while sharing tales from her relentless mission, broke down in front of a year 10 class, apparently two students who had ignored their teacher's pleas for Jamaican aid money and daily prayers, left their desks and embraced her. For several seconds, a peculiar silence struck the classroom. Each bewildered student held back their brittle selves, questioned whether they would ever receive the strength to grow. One day reach the developing Thank you.
composing description here by the judge himself. But anyway, now we'll hear the poem Happy Valley by Diane Joy Parsons. They move up north near the Queensland border where it's warm and cheap. In a caravan close to the sea, the kids can run free after school. Come inside when darkness falls, away from the blokes at the end of the street. Old Bill runs the park, a block of land that's a nice and for a faraway landlord. He collects rents and keeps the toilets clean. Bit of a social worker too, arranges loans and court appearances, hospital visits and needle exchanges, calls the cops, moves on the burned-out wrecks of cars. He deserves a medal that reads, Best like for putting up with shit, putting up with people losing it out of grog or ice, the blokes at the end of the road. Up the family end of Happy Valley, a woman rattles the chain on her van. There's room, she says, for all of us bunking together, me, kids, dog, bird, our sunflowers edge to the sea. Husband, no way, he walked off into the sunset years ago. Nothing but trouble, that man. We get by the kids and me, we have each other. That's all that matters anyhow.
Okay, now second prize in the Ron Jankovic Poetry Award for Poetry on a Social Justice Theme went to Brenda Saunders for her poem Jumper. Now, unfortunately, I can't actually read this because all the poets have to give permission for their work to be read on air, and we didn't get that, so all I can do is just say that the second prize winner was Brenda Saunders with her poem Jumper. So... Off we go straight into the first prize, the winner of this year's Randy Jankovic Poetry Competition. Um, and it's Kerry Hart. Kerry Hart with her poem, Donkey. Spelt uh, D-O-L-E, and then separate word or separate letter, uppercase, the letter Q, donkey. Very funny. Kerry Hart was actually a um, prize getter, not first prize winner, but a prize getter in the previous Round junk the poetry competition. Anyway, um, I have to read Kevin Brophy, the judge's, um, description of the, the poem Donkey because, um, it's, it's very insightful. It's, it's, um, a really good way to sort of lead into the poem. So this is what Kevin Brophy, the judge, said about the first prize-winning poem. Uh, he said this poem depicts uh, this poem depicts an interview at a job network agency. Hence Donkey. This is perhaps a quintessential image of inequality in today's society, where jobs are disappearing and youth are finding that opportunities are drying up for them. It is the place where a government's compassion, or lack of it, is finally expressed directly to those who are struggling. The poem is in free verse, the stanzas are irregular, and you could argue that the poem loses some of its sharp shapeliness towards the end, as some lines surprisingly spread across the page. Each time this happens, though, the reader senses the way feelings are breaking across boundaries. It's a great insight. Uh, I'm drawn to this poem, says Kevin Brophy, 
for its black humor right to the end, its commitment to imagery and metaphor as a way of entering into an experience, its delicate balance between recounting a particular moment and casting its observations on wider social issues. Within the first person, it risks being merely a complaint and rises above this by means of wide choice of imagery and detached perspective on both self and others. I liked this poem more and more after rereading it many times. That's a very, very high praise from a very well-known, very highly regarded, very great poet himself, Kevin Bofi, who is the judge of the competition. So here we go then. The first prize of the Wonder Jankovic Poetry Award on the theme of social justice goes to Kerry Hart with her poem Donkey. The lady at the job network reads from a script written by an autistic giant. She pauses, waits expectantly for me to deliver my lines. My responses are drawn out from a badly polluted reservoir in the collective unconscious. I'm right off script, thinking through the oil slick of industrial revolutions. My hope is a wind that cannot fly in petroleum jelly. What good is it? My hope is a dead weight. I move awkwardly like a dancing bear, a trainee of the new regime. She asks the questions, my answers do not please her. A crazy quiz show, where my ability to eat, live and survive, my prize, bread, milk, bus, fair, rent and maybe a couple of Drinks stand like skittles at the end of a long week. 
owes me another question. No one is hiring is an incorrect answer. She invites me to roll back time, back to a place inside my ancestors, where she watches me lying bedraggled on the frozen ground, pouring for nourishment between the rotting potatoes and the Stars. The sounds of ancient despair cannot move her loaded question somewhere the rising tide breaks over the banks of my lids as the other banks register their annual Perfects.
Donkey by Kerry Hart was the first prize winner in this year's Ronda Jankovic Poetry Award for Poetry on a Social Justice Theme and this whole program has been devoted to the prize winners of that competition named after the founder of our program, the late Ronda Jankovic. I want to say a big thank you to Fulton and all the other people who helped to run this fantastic award, which is um, gaining more and more uh, of a reputation around Australia, particularly it stands out because it is on a social justice theme and it does bring out a whole lot of stuff that um, often you would not get in poetry. The people feel a bit um, reluctant to bring this theme into poetry. So, a big thank you to Fulton and everyone down there in Frankston uh, who won this award. So that's um, pretty much it for our program today. Now, um... A spoken word, of course, is on every Thursday morning at 9am on 3CR, 8.55am on the dial there. And... We also do podcasts. So just go to our website, www.3cr.org.au. You can catch our program uh, as a podcast. And of course, uh, you can go to that site for live web streaming as well. You can hear the radio live.
check out the website melbonspokenword.com melbonspokenword.com Tells you all about that. Uh, and don't forget mine. Dig the um, coolest, sweetest, snazziest gig that there is at the House of Bricks. Um, it happens towards the end of every month. The House of Bricks, which is poetry jockeyed by me, Santo Katsati. Okay, well, we're just about at the end, so I think I've got time for um, the poem of mine. Uh, no, no, we don't have time for that. Forget about that. Let's finish off with a very short poem by the man whose voice you hear at the very start of the program every time with that theme music, um, Gerard Watkins. This is his fantastic short poem, Our Love. And, uh, for me, it's Santa Katsati signing off and shutting down. Do you see it too?